57 degrees now in Lynchburg, 58 in Bedford, Roanoke, and Salem, 59 in Danville, and 58 in Amherst and Appomattox. Hey, you know what today is? What? It's National Morning Show Host Day. Oh, wait a minute. We should be celebrating. Celebrate good times. Come on. I don't know how you celebrate that. Come on that. and bring me a no-bake cookie Coffee. from Sheets. Actually, those are so packed full of sugar. It's yeah. Your your alternative would be much better. Yeah, you're better off to make it yourself. Yeah. Almost always. Yeah, for sure. National talk show host day. It's National Morning, morning show, show host, host day. day. Okay. Yes. Well, I didn't even know. I I, I would have brought something in. I know. Well, we'll just have to celebrate in our in our own way, I guess. So we could take your calls and you could help us celebrate. Tell us. How much you love, you know, morning radio. Not necessarily us, but morning radio. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd like for you to love us, but right. that, that'd be okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't be passive aggressive, though, when you're doing it. So let me ask you this. Um, sec- the stage is set for the second GOP debate. That's tonight, right? Yeah. Tonight at, uh, at 9 o'clock. Yeah. It's going to be held at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in California. Does it have a list who made it? I think it's seven, isn't it? Seven um, people total or something? Yeah. We have... Vivek uh, is one of them. We've got in alphabetical order... Oh, okay. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, former New York, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, yeah. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, yeah. former Vice President Mike Pence, and biotech entrepreneur and political commentator Vivek Ramaswamy. Wait a minute. And Tim Scott. Wait a minute. Yeah. Because he has an A in his name. You mean Asa Hutchinson? Asa Hutchinson. Get his name out. Didn't make it this time. Uh no. Wow. Uh, to participate in the second debate, candidates needed to reach a polling and donor threshold set by the RNC. Okay. Asa, uh, who qualified for the first one, right. did not qualify for tonight's. Well, they should make it harder each debate to get in. I mean, well, he if says he's building, still going to continue. Right. Well, going to continue his campaign. Why? Why? I have no idea. Why he started it, I, I don't have any idea. Yeah. You know. So, I. Okay, so RNC release from early June stated qualified candidates will be placed on the stage according to polling with the highest polling candidate in the center. I mean, Chris Christie's got an axe to grind against Donald Trump. I mean, that's why he's in there. He said, I'm here to destroy Trump. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. okay, whatever. Um, Maybe he should be running for Senate, you know, because Menendez is in trouble. Right. He'll probably skirt all, all the way up. The course, door, though. Trump's not going to be there. No, he's not. He's going to be. All right. This is what I heard. And he didn't sign the pledge, apparently. Right, right. This is what I heard because he'll run as a third candidate, but he doesn't need to because he's going to win the nomination unless he's behind bars. Right. Um, exactly. Which they're working on. They're working really overtime on. Mm-hmm. So um, I heard that Trump announced that he was going to UAW picket line before the president did. Yeah. That's why the president decided to tried go. To, try to beat him to the punch. And and that's why, you know, you know, Mr. Little Buttigieg decided to go to Ohio. You know, Biden still hasn't visited, you know, that east uh I can't remember the name of the town where the where the trains overturned and, mm-hmm. and contaminated everything. Mm-hmm. Um 
Biden's yet to go there. But when they caught wind that Trump was going to go there, that's when Buttigieg, you know, got off of his sorry, you know what, right. and decided to go visit, you know. So if it, and, and if it's true that Trump was going to go and then, you know, Biden rearranged his schedule, that's pretty pitiful. Yeah. And then he tried to have a, you know, a 9-11 moment with the foghorn, talked for 87 seconds. It's not worth playing. Right. No, no, certainly not. Basically, he chummed up to the union like he always does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, union's built America. You built a middle class. Blah, 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 blah. I was reading an article uh, about about the debate tonight. Yeah. And, uh, and it was saying that the Republican debate mm-hmm. uh, elephant that won't be in the room, and it's not Trump, is that America wants people to address... The economy, yeah. the national debt, sure. which is absolutely out of control with this administration, and the drag on the economy. Sure. And and they they say, you know, this guy is saying that he doesn't think they'll. He says they'll, you know, they'll deal with it a little bit, but they won't. They won't offer any real so- solutions because the American people aren't going to like right. what the solution is. Well, the thing it's is, going to be hard. It is going to be hard, and this is Fox Business. Even though Dana Perino is going to be one of the and she's really good. Uh, one of the, you know, whatever, conductors. Um, they should focus solely on the economy. And, and somebody needs to be the, well, yeah, we're the big adding person. $800 million an hour right. to the debt. Exactly. I mean, just think about that. It's mind-boggling. It is. Yeah, that's almost... $2 billion a day in interest on that debt. Right. $2 billion. Soon it will... will the GDP will barely cover just the interest on and, the debt. And if you if you think that that we can manage that, sooner it's or later, crazy. It's the the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. Right. At some point, it's got to break. And I know you guys kind of talk about that really with sustainable living, which we do. You have a couple of guests this week. We do. We're uh, this this week on on Sunday show, uh, or you can do the podcast mm-hmm. on uh, Spotify. We're talking about militia and what a militia truly is right. and how the name has been hijacked um, by the left by the left mm-hmm. and, and how, you know, our communities need a militia. They and do. with our economy the way it is, we're going to need one now more than ever. Right. So they don't just count bullets and in, in yeah, no, the number of grains so in the bullet. And no, the, you know. no, okay. no. They do a lot more than that. OK. And uh, and. And a constitutional militia right. is what we're talking about. Okay, good. Uh, so that's on Sunday show, 8 o'clock. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning. Well, with all this money that they're wasting, uh, there goes our Social Security for those of us hmm. who are getting near the end of our working days and working career. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's a coin flip of whether it's going to be there or not. But right. uh We'll just have to trust said, the Lord. And I wait. said twenty years ago, it wasn't going to be there. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, but 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 they they keep on you know taking from us, uh, you know, while we're still working, and we still have to put into it because we have no choice. But uh, and keep up in the anyway. age that you can even access the money that you paid in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, so I was calling on second stage on October fourteenth. Right. Uh, if if salty is going to be uh, performing, if, he, if he, if he, he is. Oh boy! Let me tell you, 
So last night, Kevin, I've got these amazing girl singers. I've got Andrea. Uh, Megan is singing. I'll even be singing. Um, and and we're going to be singing backup for Salty. What? Yeah. You're going to be, oh, are you really? Oh, wow. Yes. Does Salty know that yet? So is this he like... does, and he's very excited to have backup singers. Tony oh, Orlando and Don. Except it's Salty yeah, Henderson, and what are you calling yourselves there, uh, oh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that he's given us a name yet. Oh boy! But he's going to be singing Marie Laveau. Oh boy! How fun is that going to be? I hear you. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, we're, I'm going to be getting my ticket soon. Hey, next question on the uh, Oh Boys menu. Yeah. Is it going to be kind of like a Brunswick stew or? What's what's that looking it, like? It's it's like a it's like a vegetable beef stew. Okay. With so lot. okay, so there's so so there's no chicken in it, correct? No. Yeah, he can't have good, chicken. Good. No, there's uh, no I, chicken. I can't, I, I can't eat chicken. Okay, well that's good. Well, I will I will definitely get my five dollar yeah po, po boy uh, meal ticket. And uh, what time? What time to? Well, you know, you can call me a lot of things, but don't call me late for dinner. So what time does that start? <laughs> uh, it's going to start, I think they're going to start serving at 4.30. 4.30, and the show kicks off at... at 6. Well, that's good. Okay, well, uh, that, well, October 14th, that night's blocked out for fine dinner and a <laughs> that's, show that's, all in one place. Exactly, wow. dinner and a show. That, that is high. That, that's high cotton right there, girl. For uh, for uh, mid central Virginia, and you can't you can't beat that with a stick. I know. And 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 you don't even have to uh, wear a coat and tie and get dressed up. You just come as you are. That's what salty does. Yeah, dress yeah, formal yeah, with camo. So well. <laughs> yeah, well, if if it's good enough for salty. It's good enough for me. There you go. Well, I look forward to you. seeing okay. you. All right. Well, we'll talk to y'all soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. <laughs> Kevin checking in. Yeah. The, uh, the the They enjoyed the poor boy supper last time. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. And if you can't, like if you can only do vegetarian, we got the potato soup. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we've got the, you know, the white beans too. So okay. whatever makes you happy. Uh, they're naming Salty's backup group. Salty's Roses. Well, there you oh, go. Oh, okay. All right. Got a name for it already. That might could work. Jeez. <laughs> Secondstageamherst.org if you want to get your tickets and join Kevin and all. We have the most fun with the listeners. I get to know some listeners that I haven't known for a while, and it's just, it's so much fun. I hope you'll be able to come. Here's some ghost stories. 816. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. You guys are some Texan fools today. I love it. 434-248-0704 is our our number. They're talking about a lot of things via text. Yeah, I hope Kevin's still listening. Yeah. Break some sporting news right now. Well, you know, I'm all about the sports. You are. That's how I roll. I know. Um. Colin Kaepernick, yeah, a name that, that, again, it's how can I miss you if you won't go away. Right. Uh, he writes to the Jets asking to join the team in risk-free contingency plan and calls himself an elite quarterback. 
He hasn't played the game in five, six years, maybe? Since 2016. Okay, well, it's even longer. That The longer you're out, buddy, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, yeah. The it's more, not a good thing. No. The New York Jets are uh, back to square one after Aaron Rodgers' injury, trying to win football game with Zach Wilson. That's not going well. Uh, yeah. Fans are upset, as you can imagine. Tom Brady, I thought, was floated last well, week. Well, that was the rumor mm-hmm. that was kind of kind of going around. Yeah. Uh, but Kaepernick is actively pursuing the job. Well, he, you know, the thing about the New York audience, New York is, I mean, they are relentless. If you aren't doing good, they will slice. And I'm talking about the New York media and the fan base. Oh, yeah. They will slice you up like thin whatever. Yeah, you're only as good Pepperoni. as your last game. Yep. Yeah. Kaepernick wrote that he wishes the best for Wilson and isn't writing to take his spot as the starter, although... He wrote he would love the opportunity to fill that spot, but he wanted to lead the uh, Jets scout team. Huh. The former San Francisco 49er quarterback says he would be honored and extremely grateful if he were given the opportunity to uh, get your defense ready each week. He uh, listed two benefits to having him on the team. Controversy being one of them. Right, exactly. (laughs) It gives your defense the advantage of getting a truer read on the more mobile, athletic, versatile quarterbacks it will face when in weeks four, five, and six. I would consider it a privilege to be able to do this and would take on the responsibility with the dedication and passion as if I were QB1. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sure you would. Unless there's some political statement you're wanting to make. Seven years, man. A lot can yeah. happen to your body in seven years. I mean, these guys... In- including the fact that you're just not in game shape. Right, right. Well, that's yeah. it. I mean, these guys... I mean, they're for months. They're practicing for months mm-hmm. to get their timing down and everything. Yeah. He said, this would allow you, you guys as an organization to take a real look at where I... I am football-wise in game-like situations against an elite defense while also not putting any competitive pressure on Zach. Hmm. I understand the importance of keeping him confident and focused as QB1, and I would only look to boost that confidence in any interactions that we may have if I was given this role within the team. Now you're groveling. Well, he supposedly met with some people, what, four years ago? Uh And... One of the places, there was two attempts, I think. One of them, he didn't even show up. And the other one was mediocre, as I recall. Because it was like four or five years ago. Right. And this was only after he was out for a couple of years. He said uh, that despite not playing since 2016, he's kept up his training every day for six years. Okay. I've never retired or stopped training. My training schedule has remained the same for six years. I don't know how he could be training so heavily when he was doing so many activist kind of things. Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m., training on the field and in the weight room. Okay. Do you think there's any way they would give him? I. Who wants that kind of drama on their team? Know. You know? Yeah. I mean, Tebow tried to come back even after a year being out. Right. And, of course, everybody argues he wasn't any good anyway. Well, he brought this. Man, this Achilles injury is just making a mess, isn't yeah. it? He brought the uh, Broncos to a good place. Mm. But anyway. Well, um, they uh, they won their first game without Rodgers, but yeah. they've lost the last two, Okay, evidently. And my apologies go out to the Commanders, who are apparently 2-1. and one. Yes. I, I you know, yeah, I was just you going were, by. You kind of threw some shade I, at I, them. I, I did. I, I mean, you know, I'm it's just, okay. I'm just going by the past. 
they've just not been good since like Doug Williams or Theismann was in there. And even when Coach Joe came back, right, he had five years in NASCAR, came back, found out the NFL came changed while he was gone. And he only lasted, I think, a year. Yeah, something like that. Uh, you know, I watch a lot of true crime. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. that type thing. Uh, I bet this this woman is going to be on a lot of podcasts. A Ohio woman right. killed her mother with a frying pan. Oh, you shared this story with me offline. I couldn't believe it. And, and a knife. Yeah. Over bad grades. Right. Sickening. Holy cow. It just sickening bludgeoned her mother while the mother was on the phone with the college right i mean they there are ear witnesses to this right sydney powell's 23 she was convicted last week of two counts of of murder felonious assault and tampering with evidence when she killed her 50 year old mother in the family's home uh she's been out on bail since her arraignment sobbed when the jury verdict was read and was immediately taken into custody. How could she be out on arraignment? I don't know. She's dangerous for crying out loud. I would think so. Her uh, her attorney says, we're disappointed with the jury's verdict. Right. We felt the science overwhelmingly proved insanity. Oh, I'm sorry. What science? Okay, well, now listen to this. And you tell me if this does not sound completely like she's in her, she's thinking things through here. So on March 3rd of 2020, Sydney's father could not access the portal to pay her tuition. Right. So he he made a, a phone call to the college and discovered that the 19-year-old, she was then 19, had been expelled from Mount Union University and okay. had been hiding it from them for months. Okay. She had failed three of her four classes, but continued to live on campus and attend sorority meetings. So she's a little brat. Sure. She continues to party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So school officials caught her, evicted her from her dorm in February of of 2020. For a week, she stayed in hotels rather than tell her parents the truth. This is interesting because this is right when COVID is getting ready to be brought into our lives. Yes. After Stephen told his wife about the weeks-long deceit, she returned home from her job at the Akron Children's Center as a child life specialist. How ironic is that? Oh, my gosh. To discuss the matter with her daughter. School officials testified that while they were on the phone with the mother, they heard repeated thuds and screaming, and the call was disconnected. And that was the daughter assaulting her? Yes. Wow. The officials called back. The daughter answers and pretends to be the mother. Now, does that sound like somebody who's not in their right? It is cold. That is cold. The official didn't buy it. Right. Immediately called the local police and said, we've got a problem. Sure. Prosecutors say she beat her mother in the head with a cast iron skillet, then switched weapons to a steak knife. Wow. Stabbed her 30 times. Oh, my gosh. She literally had to switch weapons and kept on continuing the attack. That is purposeful and shows intent. Sure. The prosecutor said after the attack. Now, see, this is what gets me. After the attack, she went on to stage a break in. You can't tell me somebody that's not in their right mind is not going to do all that. They're not. Right. They're they're covering their their tracks. Then she lied 
said an intruder had entered, entered the house, that her mother told her to run, and then when she returned, she found her mother. Wow. Her attorneys finally admitted that Sydney did kill her mother, but argued she suffered from schizophrenia and could not appreciate at that moment that her actions were wrong. So they had to make a little shift because the evidence was so overwhelming. So why did she lie and say she was the mother? Why did she stage a break-in if right. she was unaware that she had done something wrong? Mm-hmm. That doesn't fly. Right. That pony don't run. Right. Psychologists hired by prosecutors acknowledged that she did suffer mental illness, but argued she perfectly understood right from wrong right. when she lashed out at her mother. Oh, people can act crazy, but they're they're totally, you know, in Giving tune in with to, their feelings while they're killing someone. 30 times, 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, no. That's obsessive. She's going to be scheduled uh, for sentencing tomorrow. Death penalty in my mind. I'm well, sorry. No, that's not what a possibility. What state uh, is this? Maximum uh, life and sentence with the possibility of parole after 15 years. Are you oh, kidding me? Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. That is horrible. Which which state? Ohio. Ohio. Gosh. I mean that. Mm-mm. That is crazy. Years. Crazy. And and, and that's her. what happens when you lie, and then you lie about the lie, and then you lie about the other lie, and then mm-hmm. it just snowballs. Sure. Into. That I mean, is an unbelievable story. Ruined obviously several lives here. Oh yeah. For no need. Look, mom. I'm sorry. I. I I should have came clean with you guys. I was afraid you exactly. would react. What can I do to make this up? I mean, and, and I used You're to You're young. My kids you can start over. All the time. You right. know, th- there's nothing so bad that it can't be addressed if you're sure. honest about it. Sure. But if you start lying, then, you know, it's all downhill from there. If you think you're the first person that flunked out of school, right. sister. You can start um, your life over. I did it at especially 40. Especially at 19. 43. And, and, right. and these last... 21 years have been, been the great. best of your life they, they have yeah and you start over you pick up the pieces you have good people around you you can make it right wdbj7's coming up cbs news this morning on the morning jam currently 58 degrees in appomattox and amherst 57 in roanoke and salem 60 in danville 58 in lynchburg and in bedford renovations are officially complete at the gretna branch library gretna hosted the rib, ribbon cutting just yesterday to celebrate this new re-grand opening. They began the renovations last year and received feedback on what the community wanted to see. The interior is now double in size, leaving room for larger and separate reading spaces for adults, teens, and children, and an expanded Spanish reading section. The town of Gretna and surrounding residents, uh, they are really excited about this. Uh, the outdoor study has even uh, been equipped with charging outlets and Wi-Fi. So you can do some studying outside as well if you want to be in nature. I love it. Nature with Wi-Fi. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to go together. It does seem like a little bit of an oxymoron, (laughs) but I had a friend whose son read all the time, Mm -hmm. and they would try to make him go outside to get fresh air and to to move and Mm -hmm. things like that. And, I mean, he was a little fella, and – and they, they sent me a picture one time, and he's, he's sitting outside on a log reading a book. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. all he ever wanted to do. That's neat. But technically, he was outside. Yes. So there was that. Okay. Just a week after the Lynchburg City School Board voted to close Sandusky Elementary and close or convert T.C. Miller Elementary School, concerned parents were set to speak out to city leaders about their concerns. Many parents have been reaching out to local media about the vote, and they say some of them were blindsided. 
Sandusky parents said they felt like they did not have their voices heard since they did not get to speak about the vote. Mm. Now, they did visit all the schools. I mean, we covered that. They they visited every school that was up to be um, closed. And they were, I thought that was the opportunity for them to speak, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And they, and they made their decision. Mm. I mean. Parents, student teachers, and staff showed up in their blue and yellow last night to speak mm-hmm. about their concerns and to ask the city council to stop the closure of Sandusky. Uh, one student said, I don't want my school to shut down because there are nice teachers and I have good friends and a good principal. Um, Colleen Larkins, who has a child there, says this is not put paper to pen. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're going to do with our children and these kids, these faces. They deserve more than that. Yeah. A former teacher at Sandusky used part of her time during the public comment to call out the Lynchburg City School Board for what she calls false promises. Quote, a board member visited our school six weeks ago on the first day of school and told our staff members that our school, our school was not going to be on the list to be closed. My question is Hmm. this, what happened in six weeks? Yikes, that's not good. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, School principal Derek Womack also attended the meeting to hear the support of his school. He's been principal for 13 years. Hmm. He said uh, he appreciated seeing the support. He said the motto we have at Sandusky is we do it better when we do it together. And the family, community, parents showed up tonight. He said that uh, right now the school is still open and we'll keep that building open for students and staff until he hears otherwise. Okay. So, I I mean, something's got to be done. Something's going to close. Yeah. I mean, they, we've got buildings that aren't being fully utilized. Mm -hmm. We can't, and this is what, this is what we were talking about a minute ago. People say, oh, we want to cut spending and oh, we want to reduce deficits and we don't, but then when it comes time to doing the hard work, they don't want to suffer the pain right. that comes with it. But there is pain that comes with making those decisions. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you all went through the Dave Ramsey program. Yeah, yeah. there was some, got rid of a motorcycle, a nice car. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, the, cut it, the cable. Right. No NASCAR, except for what was on network, you know, over the uh, over antenna, the mm-hmm. you know, which is only half of the races, if that. Right. Listen on the radio. Yeah. I mean, you just do what you got to do. You do what you got to do to get where you need to well, be. You, you and I both believe that's coming for our nation. Oh, yeah. Lord knows when. But it's going to be. And it's going to be huge. It's going to be mandatory. It's, yeah, not, it's gonna you're not going to have any choices. Yep. And there's going to be a lot of people. I mean, when you've got all these entitled people just going around and, and stealing and robbing and purging, and they already feel entitled, and right. it's not even bad yet. Hey, before you get to that story, I just, yeah. the texts are still coming in about. What Salty needs to name his girls. Oh, that you're still naming the band. His sweetest Salty and the Sweeties. Oh. A lot of sweetness there. I don't salty know. Salty and the Sweeties. Well, everybody likes sweet and salty. I know. That's not, a ba- that's not that bad. That's pretty good. And you had a story during the break that just, it, it, to add insult to injury, out there in San Francisco and Oakland and uh, people that have nice things like boats and yachts and Oh, yeah. Such. So now. Are having them ransacked Not now? only are they flash mobbing, you know, the, the retail stores. Right. Now they've got, well, pirates, basically. Right. Modern um, day pirates. Yeah. 
With gold teeth. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, burglars have been raiding yachts and houseboats mm-hmm. in the San Francisco Bay Area. One resident compared it to the pirate movie Captain Phillips. Mm-hmm. They said they steal anything of value. Then they either sink the ships or dump the remnants of that's, plundered boats miles away in so Oakland Harbor. That's the part I don't get. Why are you sinking the ships? I mean, is it just the thrill part? Or are they getting rid of any evidence well, that possibly, they were on there? But it's like, yeah, I know, you, you know you're know, you rich. You're part of the 1%. These people probably aren't even one percenters. But anyway. Well, and, and maybe that's it. Maybe they're just, you know, you know you're gonna, we're going to make you pay for being successful. Right, right. I don't know. Each attack had cost the owner thousands to tens of thousands of dollars. Some in the tight-knit boating community have talked about arming themselves mm-hmm. as jurisdiction question marks and eroding law enforcement staffing levels complicate the issue. Right. It's probably the most boating area, most popular boating area in the San Francisco Bay. The weather's great. It's a beautiful little place that people love to go to. It's protected. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But since the summer... Um, he and many other residents believe the homeless encampments in and around Oakland Uh, overtook and wrecked havoc. Mm -hmm. We're in this little lagoon area. There's a condo complex, beautiful parks. We started seeing homeless people camping out there. That's never happened before. Right. And these guys are finding old abandoned boats, stealing them, anchoring out illegal boats. They're taking dinghies, small recreational boats, and riding around stealing off people's boats. Wow. That's just, yeah. He had a run-in with one of them. Really? Um, His personal run-in with some of the harbor bandits. Uh, He chased them across the harbor. Mm -hmm. Our friend confronted the the man because he looked suspicious. Mm -hmm. And he called me and they said, they're coming your way. We saw him come by. I got in my dinghy with my wife and we chased him. He was a lot faster than we were. We lost him. Turns out the boat had been stolen. Uh, Wow. This is, I mean, it's like. Yeah, whatever they no can holds do. barred. They're just taking anything they whatever can. they can get. Right, eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. Got the old rocker on the line. Good morning. Uh, good morning. You know, for the last fifty one years, I've been a financial planner, and it's a lot of people are just saying my expenses. Uh, you know, my income isn't right. You know, I can't pay my bills. Well, it's hardly ever a thing about income. Because I know millionaires, I've met them many times, who can't pay their bills. It's about what's going then, out. <laughs> yeah, and teachers and so on that, that do pay their bills. It's a matter of expenditure. Mm-hmm. And so here we are worrying about the schools. It's just not feasible to keep them open. We simply don't have the money. Right. And we're not going to, we, we can't print money like the federal government can. Right. So we just can't afford it as nice as it would be. Also, how are we going to afford things for Americans when we're taking in, what, 10 million illegals every year? Yeah. With Biden's, Biden's cartels bringing them in and mm-hmm. Biden's illegal immigrants that'll vote, you know, the way he wants them to vote. Uh, it's just maddening. I recently turned down a free trip to San Francisco, a meeting <laughs> they wanted to have with me. I <laughs> no I thanks. I want to go there. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, I want to remember San Francisco when it was, you know, I left my heart in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. it was really nice, not with druggies and trash and defecating on the streets. Yeah. Right. I, just, I don't want to. And now, and now the harbor's even trashed. Yeah. By the way, Janet, uh, 
I did something nice. I uh, recorded the ghost stories. I'm going to Dropbox them to you today. Oh, good. Thank you very much. Send oh, them on. All right. Okay. I can't wait. Well, you guys have a you guys have a good one. You, you too. too. I have had more people sending me ghost stories because mm. um, because it's these haunted hills. It's, right. it's all ghost stories. And I thought I might have trouble finding genuinely scary right. ghost stories, but oh no, <laughs> there is there is plenty to go around. <laughs> let me tell you. Well, good. Yeah. Tell us again when that's going to be. And October fourteenth, six o'clock. If you want to come to the poor boy supper beforehand, that starts at. It's either 4 or 4.30. I, I can't remember. You can get more details about Live from Rose Ridge and the October show by going to secondstageamherst.org. And you can get your tickets that way. You can also look up Live from Rose Ridge on Facebook and join that group that way. 8.45. We'll have a couple good stories to take us out to the end of this show. Thanks for being with us. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Oh, you're going to take me home tonight. Oh, down beside that red firelight. Oh, you're going to let it all hang out. The Morning Jam. You make the rockin' world go yeah, you do. We're trying. Yeah. Thanks hey. for the text today. We've had a lot of people Gosh, wishing yeah. us uh, happy yeah. National Morning Show host day. Burning that text line up today. I know. I love it. <laughs> it's great. We uh, we do thank you for your, we do. your well wishes. Very nice. So uh, behind me, you'll see there's a great old huge bag of, yeah, of all kinds of, of hot peppers. Hot peppers, veggies. And Lynn brought them to us. Yeah. I've been making pepper jelly like crazy. Ah, okay. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be canning some jalapenos later mm-hmm. on today a canadian man set a new record for the fastest time eating 50 carolina reapers oh geez wow if i'm not mistaken those are even hotter than having arrows i think mm. i think they're higher on the scoville scale they're really it's up there six minutes 49 seconds okay so maybe you can help me with this i heard while i was on you know my cruise about hot you know, that, that some people literally burn the receptors off of their tongues. They must not have they must not have any taste buds. They can't. Right. They've burned them off. Or or they don't have them. To begin with. Right. Yeah. Uh, they just because I know after my daughter in law got COVID, mm-hmm. she could handle spicier things. Oh, okay, yeah. Than she could before. Interesting. Um because it you know, actually gives Mess flavor yeah, to right. her. So mm-hmm. now, which is better for us because we all like spicy things. Sure. Uh, the vegan speed eater, Mike Jack, took on the Guinness World Record for the fastest time to eat 50 Carolina Reapers, hmm. which averaged 1.64 million Scoville units, <laughs> 100 times hotter than a jalapeno, oh. and uh, went on to eat 85 more. Oh, my gosh. But now, what does that do to your stomach? I, man. He said he's built a tolerance of spicy food over the past 20 years, but still feels discomfort. The initial shock of spiciness is intense. The second one doesn't seem as bad, uh, but each one after that gets hotter and hotter as the peppers touch new places in your mouth. He says the mouth pain is nothing compared to the stomach discomfort. He says, I get bad cramps. It feels like someone's squeezing and twisting your guts. 
Your mind is telling you to stop, but you have to convince right. yourself to keep pushing through. And he didn't wow. even talk about the day after. I yeah. can't even imagine what that would be like. Okay, so you, you got me interested here. Uh, Wilbur Scoville, a pharma pharmacologist, invented the Scoville scale in 1912 to measure the pungency of peppers and chilies. So wow. it's named after a guy. Because I was wondering, what? how do you get that name? Right. It's named after Wilbur. Oh, Wilbur. Hey, Wilbur. Wilbur Scoville. I'm trying to see. 1912. Where that falls. Oh, on the. On, on the oh list. Oh, my gosh. How many. Holy cow. She's so got a whole see. map over there of, of the Scoville scale. All right. So scale. You've, got, you've got your uh, your jalapeno. Right. Then your Hungarian. Okay. Which I which I love. A poblano is a little bit below a jalapeno. Okay. Then your serrano pepper. Mm-hmm. Then your Tabasco pepper. Then your cayenne pepper. And then your Thai pepper. We've got some of those back here. Oh, oh. Scotch bonnets. Habanero. Mm-hmm. Fatali. I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, a red Savina habanero, which and is as hotter. She, as she's working her way up this scale, it's getting redder and redder right. and redder. A chocolate habanero. Oh, then a ghost pepper, uh-huh. then the Trinidad scorpion, oh, the Carolina reaper stands at the very top of what? the heat scale. Interesting. Wow. And what's the one? The, the scorpion? Yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the Trinidad scorpion. That now, sounds mean. At our house, we enjoy Anaheim's, Poblanos, right. Jalapenos, Hungarian. Mm-hmm. I do use Thai peppers. And when I make jerk, seasoning oh use thai peppers for i use habaneros oh okay for that yeah but you're putting a lot of other things with it to kind of tone it down i I will say my red pepper is pretty hot is it the red pepper jelly okay it's pretty warm maybe the green one's not as hot Thai 99 tonight i know that makes you want (laughs) to want to have some some hot stuff going right there i don't think i could do that summer in the background yeah baby this (laughs) evening I like it a lot. Holy hey, cow. the uh, the final harvest moon of the year, final final super moon, okay, is going to be coming up this week, and you're not going to want to miss that. Uh, you're not going to have another chance to view until September of next year. Uh, that's when the moon reaches its uh, closest point to the Earth, mm-hmm. while also is in a full moon phase. That means it'll appear bigger, about fourteen percent bigger. And it's called the Harvest Moon because Native American tribes created the name for the full moon each month in order to keep track of the passing year. Okay. And the Harvest Moon is the full moon closest to the uh, autumnal equinox and was coined because the moonlight helped farmers gather their crops despite the diminishing daylight hours. Huh. The equinox this year was on Saturday the 23rd. The moon will be 100% illumination at 5.58 in the morning on Friday, September 29th. All right. However, the first weather alert team is tracking abundant clouds, so you might have a little bit of trouble with that. Uh, but don't fret. You'll get similar view of newer moons in the days leading up to the peak and a few days after. So, you know, start watching for it yeah, now. Sure, sure. Now through, you know, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. But you know what? Here's the bad thing. What? About full moons. You know there's actual facts that uh, that have been documented that things get a little wackadoodle when the full moon comes around. Well, I know. And it, and when it hits around Halloween, it just even gets a little more wackadoodle, unfortunately. I mean, you've got the the emergency rooms right. 
pick up. The it, more babies get born. Mm-hmm. Animals start acting a little whack-a-doodle. Right. Mm, I don't know. Uh, here's a story out of Florida. Okay. Where uh, Florida kids ages 10 and 11 stole their mother's car. <laughs> wow. How old are they? 10 and 11. No. I will tell Sorry. you, I never even remotely would have thought about doing something like that. Right, right. And yeah, I, and I'm dad would you. let me drive at that age. He mm-hmm. taught me how to drive a stick because he didn't have a son. And then I, and if he had to go, you know, if he was working on a truck or something. Right. Um, they stole their mother's car, drove for three hours before they got stopped by deputies. Wow. That's pretty good. That's not bad, actually. The 10-year-old boy started driving with his 11-year-old sister in the passenger seat. Nobody saw that? Nobody went, wow. It doesn't look right. Those are children driving that car. (laughs) They drove for three hours before being stopped on I-75. Oh, my gosh. What state? This was in uh, in Florida. My home state, of course. Deputies learned that the kids had been reported missing in Northport. Contact was made with the mother of the children who declined to pursue charges and drove three hours to take custody of both kids. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. The, the kids were probably like, just take us to jail. going to be, you know what, to pay. It would be easier if you took, or maybe not. Maybe that's why they they thought they could get away with it, because they're not very disciplined. Um, at around 3.50 a.m., deputies located a white sedan traveling on I-95. The vehicle was reported stolen, causing deputies to conduct a high-risk traffic stop. Imagine their surprise (laughs) as deputies observed a 10-year-old boy exiting the vehicle along with his 11-year-old sister. I'm sorry. That is crazy. It's crazy, but it is kind of funny. (laughs) Um, It was learned that the siblings had been reported missing. The stolen vehicle belonged to their mother. And they're driving at night. And they're driving at night. Which is even more to negotiate as a child, even as an adult, for crying out loud. But I mean... They they must have been okay at driving. I, I have so many questions. I know. Here, get them for an interview. Oh my word! Um, somebody commented on the post by the police department. Said, "Listen, I have two boys. One tried this with me. Huh. I had to start hiding my keys in my pillowcase. Oh jeez, at night. Wow." Uh, and, and one person said, "My question is, who taught this kid how to drive?" I know. Well, video games, I guess maybe. I don't know. I, I'm i thinking of all these folks on the highway while a 10-year-old is driving. Good Lord. How did they get that far away? Absolutely. It's kind of a miracle that nobody was injured. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. No doubt. Okay. All right. How about some Harvest Moon to get us out? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll see you tomorrow. It's yeah. uh, Life Hack Thursday. Indeed tomorrow. it is. Make today awesome. Cause I'm still in love with you I wanna see you